her yeah, like bodyguard with whatever. her or whatever, and she's picking up her like crappy Casio tape player and everything like that. Casio she's, player. She's got like a she's got like a Switching trench coat. Yeah, she's got they were they had an ACDC tape like back in black, and I'm like, all right, that's not exactly a stripper song. <laughs> And uh, story will make about she stories. had <laughs> this blue, big floppy dildo. I sing you Come sit on Nana's lap. She brings you in the back. There's a candy dish next to I thought she was going to bake those brownies the, right afterwards. It was <laughs> There's a candy dish with all the candy I'm stuck together. about your problems. Everyone likes candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> That's code for vagina. Uh, Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick, and we have a special guest star, a man that is God's personal prototype. <laughs> and then he fixed the prototype. A, a child amongst men, the one, the only, Jonah Schneider, is joining us for the, uh, the show for the first time in person. Yes, Are thank you. you. excited about that? Yeah, this All is right. fun. <laughs> <laughs> He looks, like he's having a, he looks like he's having a blast. My baby's here. So also, a guest star who is sitting on the table right now in a, in a car seat. She's, yeah. she's passed out, so we can uh, say She's fine. We gave her some matches to play with. This is uh, the beginning of Luke's bachelor party, so uh, we haven't started to tie one on yet, but we all got some uh, Heinekens going and some chips and, and whatnot. And Luke decided that it would be a good time to... Uh, Record uh, so we can at least look back on tonight and hopefully have some sort of fucking record of uh, how it started. <laughs> it's not going to be that bad. I think it ties in well with the, the story we've been waiting for, the Jonas story of the week. That, you, do you want to start off with that? Are you, well, I think we should because it was a bachelor party night. <laughs> we were going to share stories about our bachelor it was, parties. It was money of ours first bachelor party night. It was my second. was my second. My second. Oh, Good times. And so, me being the elder statesman. You were, uh, well, you took us to the party. I think Vern was more of the elder statesman. If I could, he was, the, he was the prince of filth that night. Vern was the kind of, yeah, but the, was, the, he was shoving our faces into the women. He was making a point well, for like, hey, I know you guys are dirty, but you're trying to be somewhat polite. They're whores. <laughs> <laughs> And that's like a quote. Yeah, that, that's that. I think he actually said that. That's why I'm, I, that's not original from me. So, yeah, yeah he was uh, he was uh, all about spreading the love and legs that night. So, yeah. Oh, well, that was the that was the the summer of filth. Um, <laughs> there was more filth. Then. <laughs> I went. I probably had about, knew about five guys that got married that summer, and I went to like five bachelor parties in like two months, and. This is, I mean, you, when you met me, I was like at the tail end of bachelor party planning and the amount of... Coincidentally, I was just starting. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was like, uh, you know, I learned from these guys. I mean, we would plan. And my dad, you know, my dad was very... Uh, 
you know, laid very, very, uh, very Catholic. So he didn't he didn't partake in any of this nonsense. That, no, the ritual of the bachelor but party. But that summer was, you know, he's like, "What are you doing tonight?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm going to a bachelor party." He's like, "Another one?" Because they were like five and you know, they're expensive goes, as goes, shit too. I don't know how they, they were then. But well, we'd pay. It would be like twenty bucks at the door, and then whatever you wanted to spend. <laughs> you imagine paying twenty dollars? You know, now I think the average price when guys get together. For a bachelor party, and if you're having entertainment, for lack of a better word, man, there, it's at least a hundred bucks most, most yeah, times. Yeah, so. depends. Shit. But um, and, you know, it, it, this little side story. He goes, you know, I suppose there's gonna be strippers. And I'm like, yeah, there's gonna be strippers. I was like 24 or whatever, 25. I'm like, yeah, there's gonna be strippers. What do you do? You know? What do you? And do? I go, actually, I said, <laughs> I said, uh, because there were so many right in a row that guys were getting like bored of. And I said, you know, actually, I heard that. Uh, Jimmy Kicks was going to get a midget stripper, and I've never my seen dad one in my and life. my dad paused and he goes, "Well, that I'd like to see." <laughs> <laughs> so, the lesson we learned is that midget strippers, you know, transcend all religions. Yeah, like, you know, there's many things I haven't seen in life. But. So, yeah, midget. So I I invited you guys, and I I remember it was my friend Marty's bachelor party, and I said, you know, you guys want to go, and Nick, you had been to. I've been, said, to, I've been to one real bachelor party that involved like all the shenanigans of a bachelor party. Right. Yeah. The other ones that were always like, "Hey, let's go golfing," or "Let's go play paintball." And I was, you know, after that, all the older people went away, and I was yeah. back home. You know. And I took you. It was in. It was in the. You know, it was in Lamont at. Uh, it was like this done up like barn, basically that they you rent out for parties and. Side note to that: Brendan drives by that place. Uh, every week now. Oh, you figured out where it is. He knows exactly where it is. <laughs> we spent years trying. It's it. right by Archer. It's yeah. right off Archer. When you were out in uh, L.A., we tried to find it a couple of times. Apparently, it's somebody's <laughs> home, it. and they rent out that barn space. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we just need to go back there and relive memories. Just play kickball <laughs> just, or something. Just hang out. That's, <laughs> That's where, that, where happened. that happened. Yeah. I never want to see that spot again. Um. <laughs> Lots of so yeah. So. Uh, I took I took you guys and you know when you when you go to you know the bachelor party and you don't want to real reveal too much because that would be a violation of Cosa Nostra but is it the man code um you know there's gambling there's drinking yep yep um and usually some sort of filth and there's the full spectrum you go from like no filth to like you know maybe topless waitress to you know college girl making extra money to the full end of the spectrum, which is if you said the girl was a street hooker you'd on the east side right. and you'd look and went, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it just so happened that at this one, if you would have said street hooker, I would have been like, you're right. Um, you know, you, this girl was this, and I say girl, she was probably in her mid-30s, filthy mileage, like like oh, you wouldn't believe. she had some uh, tread burnt off those tires. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it almost makes me uncomfortable talking about it, to be honest. Because, like, when we were there, they're, they're not exactly the... Uh, okay, like, when you were a younger dude, and I think both of you can agree, when you, when you picture um, a stripper or uh, a hot chick that's like a call girl or something, you have this vision in your head based on what movies have taught you that, oh, they're, they're beautiful and they're gorgeous. And then you actually see a stripper up close. 
And then most most of the time, I mean, I've seen a pretty stripper before in my life, mm-hmm. but this, I mean, they're, whoa. Yeah, this one was. A, you look like you just got beat up last week. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was. And the makeup is finally starting to conceal most of that black eye. Yeah, she was a professional ugly person. And, so. <laughs> well, doesn't it just makes you uncomfortable because the fantasy has popped pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like. You're expecting some of this Marilyn Monroe. Ooh, let me give you a lap dance. And you, what you get is yeah, twenty five dollars for a handy. And like, yeah. ooh, what happened to your fucking voice? Well, she was she was foul and nasty. And and at that point, you know, at that point, you're basically going, yeah, you wanted this foul and nasty because you got to kind of top what you saw the week before or whatever. And top. at the time, I was friends with this guy, the chicken, who was are you, are like you still friends with the chicken. No, you're no, I, 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 I cut the chicken out of my life. <laughs> Anybody Which with is a, a whole other side chicken. story. He was he was tongue kissing this stripper, and oh, it was nasty. And it was like you know, I wouldn't have done. Uh, God help me. You anyway, got gonorrhea. Yeah. Um, but she had, and this is where it leads into the Jonah story. And uh, this story will make about a hundred. She stories. had oh, this blue. Big floppy dildo. Okay. How many, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's set the scene. How many guys are there? Figure about uh, forty guys. There's, this was one of the bigger bachelor parties I had. Yeah, like to. 40, 50 guys, and we're sitting like on a patio outside an enclosed patio. So it's outside, but um, it's not outside like a uh, neighborhood backyard. No, 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 no. It's, no, like, it's like an enclosed patio right? on yeah. this. Closed in, it was yeah, it was like figure everything. like a full closed in place. Yeah, and it was well lit with like backyard lighting and fire. Yeah, right? yeah. It was yeah. a nice it felt place. Like you were inside a barn. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, felt like you yeah. were inside you were in a barn, but you were out. So yeah. excuse me. And she proceeded to take her giant floppy blue dildo <laughs> and uh, amuse herself with it, and. You know what, Jonah? Any any comments so far? You're, yeah, he's, you're, 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 he's, he's telling the story fine. You were you were gonna you you yeah. were telling me when you walked in that we were gonna mess up the story. So well, now this one, I'm pretty sure you'll get right. <laughs> I mean, Luke's told this story so many times; it gets better every time, but it's always pretty much right on. <laughs> I don't think we're embellishing the story. No, no, no. There is no embellishment. Yeah, um, not this one. So Jonah at the time <laughs> was someone who. Enjoyed marijuana, um, <laughs> and that night he Wait, do enjoyed. Do I have to edit that for? Do I have to mark this for your school and all that? I hope they're not listening to any of these. <laughs> <laughs> You're not edit, tagged. You're not tagged. Edit every single one of them if they ever hear these. Um, well, we'll figure it out. Okay. If Jonah if Jonah gets fired, we know better. <laughs> <laughs> only, Sorry, only took five years to get the job. You have a permanent job it. recording with us. <laughs> That's right, buddy. We paid. So Jonah, let's just say Jonah was in La La Land, okay? And the chicken had taken the stripper, like, to another side of the room to make out or whatever, and all the guys were (laughs) gathering about. And I was sitting in a chair, and I'm just sitting there, and Jonah is gone. And my buddy Scott is sitting next to Jonah. And the magical... uh, Dildo was like standing up on the table between the two of them. How big was uh, this uh, piece? I uh, I don't know. I think it's about a foot. I, 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 it's all about the. It was pretty probably. I would say probably like nine inches. Two of these Heineken cans. Yeah, so about nine <laughs> inches. 
and he's just sitting there, and it was the same girth. Yeah, and it was it was like glistening, it's and it was disgu- the, it was disgusting glistening. It, it was. Um, and if you if you if I can paint a the picture, wax. Yeah, if I can paint the picture. Imagine Joe. I'm sitting like behind Jonah and Scott at the same table, but they're at like the front of the table. I'm at the other, you know, the back end. We're both all facing the same way, mm-hmm. and they're watching the show. And Jonah's like sitting there, like just staring so out of it with his mouth hanging open. All right, I'm gonna place you where I am at this point. I am sitting behind uh, Brendan and Jonah, but I'm I think I'm about two feet away from you guys. And I'm I'm watching you stare, okay? So I got front row seats. Why is everybody watching yeah. me at this point? Because you're you, we're just staring. Like there's this entertainment in front of you, and you're yeah. He was like, he, you were, he like, was so like you were like you were looking at the stars. Three four seconds behind everybody. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Look at that one. All right. So Scott, my buddy's sitting there, and Scott is is famously known for he's a filthy dude. Yeah, just finding the 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 right amount of of filth to just i mean he 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 was like my uh jedi master um (laughs) and i watched scott look at this dildo and there's like two three seconds he looks at it and then he looks at jonah and then he looks back at the dildo and he picks it up and the thing's like flopping in his hand back and forth it looks like a fucking uh like drippings yeah off of and he picks it up looks at jonah oh, the and slaps him across the face with this thing and jonah jumped he goes hoo, hoo, you know oh, and, and it, it was like one of those slow motion slaps where you feel like you see the skin kind of like ripple you know yeah. with the dildo pressed against his face it's like somebody had the slow-mo camera and come out and i watched whoa. but the thing is i watched this transpire and immediately i'm laughing but i'm looking around for people to like share this with and like 95 percent of the party was at the other end of the room and i was going oh where are you anybody you know and i'm like okay and jonah we've the the comeback to Jonah to win any argument was for years was well at least I never got slapped with a dildo, <laughs> a freshly moistened dildo. Glistening, it was glistening. glistening, and just just the, the the look of confusion on your face as to what had happened. <laughs> oh, it was great. And just as you know, the the swing. It, what's that movie? The Raging Bull. Yeah, where he gets punched in the face. That's what it looked like, but replace the fist with a dildo, and that's what Jonah's face. You got to understand. I've seen Scott, and Jonah got off easy because I saw Scott. <laughs> that was easy. I saw Scott. Lifelong embarrassment. And this is honest to God truth. Put a, put his finger in a stripper's butt. <laughs> if Scott listened to the show, <laughs> pull it out, turn and look at some somebody who was with like sitting there with his mouth half open and shoved his finger in the person's mouth. So. Jonah got off easy. Because that dude is probably dead now. <laughs> Strangely, he died of he died of mouth cancer. This is amazing. Um, they're, they're packed to the brim full of that. Trip. So that that was the bachelor party. But later on in that night, we were driving home, and uh, Brendan, who had told me that I had found out that he had split from the girl he was dating for a long time. Yeah, yeah, um, just split up. And uh, I was driving through Lockport, and I had turned around and was yelling at him 
telling him that he's ugly and he's never going to get anybody prettier than her. So it was uh, you, me, Jonah, and Brendan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was hammered. I don't. Um, I don't do anything on the side besides drink. So they were all drinking too. I mean, yeah. They, they I, I don't kegs know. upon kegs there also. Yeah. <laughs> we got another visitor. Hey, honey. Hi. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're embarrassing your dad right in front of you. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. She's used to. Um, okay, so you were driving. Yeah. So I'm driving, and the speed zone changed, and I got pulled over. And proceeded to be uh, arrested for driving under the influence, which is not one of my proudest moments um, by far. You know, I, I was intoxicated, but I don't really remember because obviously I'm drunk, but I don't remember you doing anything that was super crazy. Usually, even if you're drunk, you can be like, Luke, dude, relax, or you're driving too fast or something. The speed zone changed. It was, it was yeah, a total it was speed trap. It was like 10 miles. It was like 45 and. It dropped to thirty-five. Yeah, I don't and remember I you doing anything complete. crazy. To get no, 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 no. Yeah. I wasn't. I, you know, I was legally drunk, but I wasn't like, like falling all over the place. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I got arrested and uh, went down to the station and uh, <laughs> 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 watching Jonah see if see if his baby will hold a beer can. <laughs> Um, Good parenting, always. And uh, so, you know, I had sort of, after a while, resigned myself to the fact that I was, you know, I was going to be charged. And these guys were waiting in the lobby. And, and so I started, like, messing around with the cops and, like, talking about music and movies and anything else to make the time go. Um, and uh, he goes, well, I'm going to go check on your friends. And I go, tell them, I go, when you go out there, tell them you found the white powder in the trunk and they're all in big trouble. <laughs> and so this cop looks at me and he goes, all right. And so he went, he goes, he goes, one of them was laughing. He comes back, he goes, one of them was laughing, and two of them looked like they were scared shitless. I, go, I was the one that was scared shitless. I immediately said to Brendan, I'm like, I didn't know Luke was into that stuff. <laughs> I seriously <sighs> thought you were like Escobar all of a sudden. Yeah, like, Dude, well, he's transporting. Yeah. <laughs> I would have hung out with him if I knew that. So that way, but that was the night, and then Jonah ended up, I, we're trying to get me a ride, get us a ride home, and he happens to pick the person that would the only person in the world at that point besides my parents that would have made me feel guilty it was i called how, how many people it was the I, only person that answered the phone like i even called like keith white i think at that point the look of disappointment from mara i had a cell phone at that point i didn't even no, carry around a no cell phone. and there weren't no there, no nobody I, carried I think cell we're using phones. the uh remember jonah phone jonah was cool because he had a pager yeah I did. oh yeah I was. yeah yeah no, we were using the um Boy. i just knew everybody's campus number mm -hmm. yeah so he called and we got mara to come pick us up yeah, remember that. Oh, and uh, Mara just gave me that very disappointed look, and then she held my hand the whole way home. Mara, Mara has been a mom since she was born. Simple as that. Yeah. She, yeah. She gives you the the disappointed look. She tilts her head and everything. Yeah. Have you thought about what you've done? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Are you gonna make changes in your life? Yeah. Probably. Well, well you know, we all have our moments, and that wasn't my proudest moment, but that story is. I mean, I know, and we probably built it up, but man, that's, it was so damn funny, dude. Thank you. Thank to you. see Jonas, I mean, <laughs> to you. see By his head kind of. the story, I obviously sobered up enough that I was getting us a ride home since. Dude, that I was, was a, making all the I think you probably instantly dildo. sobered up when I, you yeah, were slapped with a nine-inch floppy <laughs> dildo. <laughs> like, what is that? That was great. I mean, I think Scott should have got like a medal for that. <laughs> There's the moments, you moments. The way it echoed, like, thwack, thwack, 
Yeah, I still hear that sound. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like someone dropping a wet trout on a table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Jonah, we, uh, we've been making fun of you for the last couple of weeks, but I, I knew you were going to come in and record with us if we had the chance. And so I wanted to take this opportunity to uh, throw you a bone and see if you wanted to say anything about me or Luke. If you want to drop a story about us. I got nothing. (laughs) If you had given me some warning, I would have brought something Uh, up. Luke, that's his chance. I gave it to him. I threw threw it out. The olive branch has been... no. I'm not as I'm not as good as telling the stories as you guys are, and honestly, <laughs> neither of you have anything near as embarrassing as I do. Well, that's like true. about ourselves. That, yeah, that have happened that I that I remember. I can't. Think if I've of... been there for the stories, I've probably been more embarrassing than you are, anyway. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're great. We like, you Jonah usually just got drunk quickest. You are the so, king of turbo cups, my friend. So. He would get to the point where he couldn't function, and we would be halfway there, and then he would do something funny, and we would like write it down, and then <laughs> write it down. Yeah. You actually have a notebook. <laughs> yeah, nope. You both have your, your Jonah journals. <laughs> well, I think one of the coolest parts is when we do this show, people come up to me and say, "Hey, that Jonah's a character." <laughs> like, they've never met you. Yeah. They just hear about this person that like we've been hanging out with, like the the whole show. Dude, yeah, I mean, like you have a, you have a segment named after you. I'm just a normal person, people. So we can, well, not we can talk about you know political things if you want to. You know. Oh God, I I turned the last show down on Luke's rant. I'm sorry. What? It's just too much. I speak truth. You woke her up. She was sleeping in the car. And instead of going off about Obama, I was like, turn the volume. Waking down. children up. Look, typical conservative. Let's talk. Rabble, let's talk rabble. about. Let's talk about racism, Jonah. <laughs> well, I was gonna make fun of myself. Uh, well, can you can you say Mulyan? Oh. I don't even know. How, how do you say it? Muyan. He's, he's, he's using it in the Parmesan context. Yeah, not, not the derogatory context. I understand the uh, where it becomes derogatory, but I've never used it that way, and that's not how I, I mean. Blue Can Island. you say the N-word with the A on the end? Only if you're singing it's to the a... the same thing. What if, you're, sorry, man. if you're singing to a Dre song, yes, you can sing If along. you were listening to N.W.A., that's what I said. And you knew all the words, would you be singing like, along, or like would you censor the, yourself? A, would you be like... Straight out of Compton, the, um, you know, you crazy know African-American. <laughs> Would you, like, put your own words in there? No, <laughs> no he says crazy, first, like, he's crazy crack a name, of, uh, Jonah. Of Scrubs. You know, I love that, ep- that show. In the first episode, JD's asking Turk if he can ever use that word, even if he's singing along and he's with him or whatever. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, I actually had a different relationship with my friends growing up in Bellwood because they called me Cracker Devil Honky and... Yeah. No, seriously, we just well, threw it back and forth. If you're, you're, yeah, that, that's completely different. You have a relationship with people where you. I had, I had this thought about family. like this: like somebody's gonna listen to these shows one day. Say, somebody, say, please yeah, listen. Yeah, somebody's listen to these goddamn shows. <laughs> Besides me, say me and Luke actually do this show for a long time. It becomes popular, and people look back at the old episodes and they go, "Oh, he said this and he said that," and these derogatory words came out, and maybe they're on some blogger website where people like, "Oh, you said this and this and this. You're a racist." And I thought of like, what would I, would I apologize? I, I don't have anything to really apologize for. And it kind of puts in a perspective the people that get called out on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I would fucking cut you if you did the public apology. I swear I, to like fucking Jonah God. Like Jonah Hill? Like Jonah Hill? I'm so sorry. And he's like on and the verge of tears. I'm uh, like, fuck you, dude. You said all you and said. And he's a, he's a funny dude. And I don't yeah, think. it was too much. It, it was just, way too much. You know? He could have done an apology it's, some other way. And then he took up half hey, of the segment. Yes. Hey, I'm really sorry. You hey, know what? Show, I hope yeah. I hope saying, I didn't dude, hurt anybody's feelings by using the word fag. I was trying to hurt the guy. And it came out. It happens. I, I, you know, we're just talking, just using words. And George Takai declared him forgiven. Oh, oh my! (laughs) Apparently, he's the spokesman for all. Well, George Takai is obviously a chubby chaser. He's he's a funny dude. He's getting way too political now, though. Because originally it was just, it was funny shit after funny shit after funny shit, and now he's like, probably every third one is funny, and the rest is just just like your post. (laughs) (laughs) I Luke said to me at one point. I shit you not. Mm-hmm. I hate people that post about politics on Facebook. I believe you're paraphrasing. <laughs> I didn't say I hate people. Po- Luke, Luke hates himself. No. <laughs> you're paraphrasing because I never said I hate people that post about politics. Political said, stuff. He hates when Andrew posts about politics. <laughs> well, we all can agree on that. Hey, Jose had a rant today. You know what I'm telling you about Jose? But the first thing, Jose destroyed his argument. From the get-go. We're just talking about friends now at this point. Like, um, he was talking about the, uh, the Israeli conflict. Okay. He destroyed his argument in the first sentence, even though this is not what he meant. And he said something along the lines of, and this is paraphrasing because I don't know the exact words. but Those stupid said, kikes? No, he said, I... <laughs> wow. I'm not, oh, even, I thought I'm not even trying to beep anymore. No, Luke, <laughs> Luke, Luke Barry himself. He's just doing it on purpose. He's looking right at me every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're just trying to get a rise out of him. He means no like disrespect to anybody. He just wants to see Jonah go, that's it, man. That's Yeah, it. you guys forget. Don't you? Jewish people can't be mad at me. I told them the Holocaust was worse than slavery. <laughs> go get a disease, everybody. <laughs> No, like I'm out. No, Sexual he, chocolate. He, he's, who did he say? He said, uh, "I can't wait to till Israel goes up in flames." And he was just basically saying, oh, "Nobody's thinking about the other side of the conflict." But when you say something that extreme, it doesn't make a difference what your counter arguments are. You've already started off at the extreme. I can't mm-hmm. wait till the country ends up in flames. And you know what I'm saying? I wanted to point it out, but it was like 30 posts long at that point. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm going to stick to my guns I and not like, getting involved in the Facebook I back and forth. I like the way that Israel deals with shit. It, but, you know, I, I don't want to debate the Israeli conflict, but I am saying that if you're going to have a constructive argument about anything, yeah. that's well, not the way to do it. You no, of course not. You fucked yourself up from the get-go. So. Well, but, I mean... And I like Jose. He's, he makes a lot of valid points, but you can't start off your argument with, burn the place to the ground! Well, he wonders why Jewish policemen are stopping him and checking his ID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they weren't Jewish, but I'm not sure. Well, I mean, but you got to like the way Israel deals with you. You don't have to agree with why. I like the whole... Oh, you kidnapped four of our teenagers and killed them? We're going to bomb you for like three weeks. That is something that I have uh, no understanding on. Do you think anybody would fuck with us if we acted that way? I think we'd be more of a tyrant if we did. So? We're the the toughest fucking country in the world. Let's act like it. Let's start being bullies. Sweet. Well, it's kind of hard. It'll be to, fucking awesome. Kind of hard to do what they did. We can we can push like com- African countries off the swing set. We can do it to Canada and Mexico, and that's about it. 
the cave, but because everybody else, we got to go across. No, the we pond. need we, we need Canada. No, we need Canada and Mexico to, for vacations. <laughs> You're just batting a thousand tonight. <laughs> Let's go back to the crap with the bachelor parties, because I had one of the funnest bachelor parties in the world right here in this house. It was Brennan's bachelor yeah. party. Were you at this one? No, I was. In? I was in L.A. That one, I believe, cost thirty-five dollars a person to get in. If that, I don't. But um, it was probably the same amount as was it Marty? Marty's bachelor party we were at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was um, about the same amount of people, if not more. Well, there's some great, great lines of it, and one of my favorite ones was Ernie, who we've talked about on the show a few times. And uh, to start off, I was basically the doorman the entire night, so I stood up right here and uh, by the front door, and I took people's cash. And they all went to my basement. And this is uh, well before, like... I'm just getting it. I'm getting a, like, Silence of the Lambs image. Oh, I took people's money, and then they were in my basement. these girls to the basement. <laughs> I'd fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> was the basement partially finished at that point? Or? It was partially finished. It's we had, we had a that. stage down there. We had, we had one bedroom, and the bathroom was finished, and, and we had a stage and a bar. And um, the rest of it was all pub tables and whatnot. Ah. Uh, it's hard to talk about strippers staring at your uh, your child. So, but I'll try. Wait, wait. <laughs> but we, I'll keep going. We were looking for interesting T-shirt ideas. <laughs> it's hard to talk about strippers staring at your child. What did I say? Jonah was a special kind of drunk where he thought the stripper liked him. <laughs> yeah. It takes a special kind of drunk. Special kind of special. Drunk. Hey, she gave me your phone number, right? Yeah. Did it work? <laughs> She was at another party. 588-2300 <laughs> is not a stripper's number. No, it was number. a real number. I called it. It was, it was, it was her, an escort service? No, it was her, but she was out like probably escorting somewhere. Else. I mean, <laughs> you, missed the, you missed your window, like the space shuttle. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't need to answer after you left your wallet on the stage. Yeah, pretty Yoink. much. I know he's got no money. Yay, I'm out. But <laughs> No, so I'm letting these dudes in, and everyone's going in the basement, and we had hired five girls for the night. That's awesome. Yeah, five girls, and there was like a waitresses walking around and everything like that, and um, uh, they're entertaining everybody. And so after I'm basically figured there's nobody else showing up, it's it's already two hours into the party, and I go downstairs, and Ernie's just sitting at a table by himself on a bar stool with nobody next to him, and he's just watching the stage and guys getting like dances and stuff mm. like that. But he's good solid like. 15, 20 feet away, yeah. and just kind of doing this creepy stink eye at everybody. And I go up to him, I'm like, dude. He's like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just enjoying myself. And I was like, well, are you sitting here all by yourself in the dark? It looks kind of weird. And he goes, oh, I'm just watching the people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, look at them. Look at them. They're like animals. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to sit and watch <laughs> And we did. We sat and watched people for like 20 minutes. And it was just like a bunch of like gorillas in the mist. Just like. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It, was, it was awful. Especially Ray. I don't even know if I can tell this story. I might have to bleep his name out. But um, it, was, it was the end of the night. And the girls had to leave. Ray was already 100% in the bag. Mm-hmm. Just done. And so the last girl is like getting her gear ready and she's got this bouncer or her bodyguard with her or whatever. And she's picking up her like crappy Casio tape player and everything like that. Casio player. She's got like a a trench coat. Yeah, they were. They had an ACDC tape. Like, 
in black. And I'm like, all right, that's not exactly a stripper song, but hey. <laughs> she's got her like trench coat on and she's walking up the stairs and Ray gets between her and the bodyguard and he goes, fuck that. And I'm like, whoa, Ray, what? He's like, what do we got to do to keep this bitch here right now? <laughs> and he points at her and he puts his finger right in her face and he just called her a bitch right to her face. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ray, dude, the show's over. <laughs> Ray, you're the yeah. show now. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> There's always one Pat Wilder at the party. <laughs> sometimes it's Pat Wilder, sometimes it's Ray. But Ray, yeah. Ray, well, that was the only thing he did that I would find objectionable. This woman just entertained you. You don't have to call her these derogatory names. Yes. She's vacating the building. She just, like, did things that... <laughs> she she, should... You know what? See, the thing is, like, I'm sure that's nothing she hasn't heard before. Uh. But she looked like she was about to cry. And I was just like, hey, man. I'm just... Well, I mean, yeah, the yeah, <laughs> You really hurt my feelings. I know I just fingered my butthole in front of all of you, but that really was derogatory. I said you were going to get filth today, folks, and you're going to get filth. I'm sorry. I did, and for the record, we're having no strippers tonight. There are people who say we're going to the strip club, which they can go, and that's fine by me. <laughs> it's um, like Vern. He's like, so, silver slipper, right? I just... Yeah, I I bring that up, I'm sure. Yeah. I've, never, oh, yeah. I've never been to the... The last place I was at was for... Um, Jonas? It was Jonas. Was Jonas. I, can, I, can I relay that story? How we ended up there? The yeah. You're, how you tricked me? <laughs> I tricked you? <laughs> I, have tricked wit- me. I have witnesses yeah. at how we ended hey, up there. Say, oh, you tell the story. Fine. All right, I have I witnesses. Wanna, I don't want to ruin it by... Your brother Joshua was sitting right next to us as I'm talking to you, and he turned around. He's like, I got to go, guys. <laughs> yes, I, I tricked no one. All right, we were bar hopping. Where uh, were we before, this, yeah. before we went out, the idea was just to bar hop through Chicago. That was your idea. South side of Chicago, mm-hmm. hit up a couple of bars. No strip, no strip joint was supposed to be included in the night. All right, That's what I, I said do from take the partial responsibility for planting polecats into the. <laughs> See, this is I something plan- I did not know. I planted- New evidence has been brought. From- <laughs> I planted the New seed. New evidence, Your Honor. Before being sucked away by my jerk off nephew, <laughs> who decided that he could not work the shift he had said he was going to work, and being a restaurant owner, I still like that my younger brother Andrew was supposed to be our designated driver for the night because we rented church vans. And uh, I can't remember what happened, but uh, we were going to pay him 100 bucks, And then somebody else showed up or wanted the money, and he just hops right in the back seat. <laughs> he goes, fuck that. <laughs> I'm going with you guys. There you go. <laughs> who drove us? It's, it's just, who did yeah, drive? who drove us? I, somebody drove us. Probably but, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> makes perfect sense. But no, we were, we were bar hopping uh, on the south side, right? Yeah, in Blue Island and then down the south side on uh, West. It was a blast. And uh, one of the funniest parts of the story, and Luke brought it up uh, like two episodes ago, uh, is that we have a friend named Jeff Segrosi who is basically <laughs> basically a pacifist. I mean, like, you can't, you mean basically a pacifist? It, it, he is. He's he, the yeah. epitome. He, uh, pacifist he, kicked he, Jeff's he, ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's, he's, he's a good guy, but man, he... Uh, He's not gonna raise uh, or touch the button to. There are there are flower there are flower children that hit Jeff with their guitar. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, our brother-in-law Brendan, in his own special way, was picking on uh, Jeff that night. Yep. And to make a pacifist get angry. (laughs) Takes a a special kind of ass. Like you have to be a dick. 
and he kept pushing his buttons all oh, night. I don't you even know, know what. Did. You know what did he, he did. say to him? Like, are you going to cry tonight? Are you gonna, he said at one point can, that he was going to make Jeff or either cry or make Jeff hit him or something like that. <laughs> like he called it at the beginning of the night that he was going to piss Jeff off enough to like. But it started in the van from the get go. Like nobody's even you, drinking I mean, yet. He you, just threw it out. You there. have to explain how Brendan works and how because people out there are going, "Oh, this is kind of a lame." You have uh, to understand. I like Brendan a lot, a lot. I think he's a very funny guy. He's very insightful. He's very but I get funny. angry just when I see him. Because <laughs> you're ready to fight. That's how good he is at it. Because you, he's look. He always has that look on his face when he's looking at you. Like, I, I think you're kind of a dick. Like that's what he's looking at you like, and he's like, I'm gonna make fun of you. I'm waiting for a moment to embarrass you. And Jeff, who's so like, you know, pleading with you to like <laughs> sing Kumbaya. And there's Brendan just looking at that you and like me, just you know, probably just it's like swelling in there, just like mm, I'm gonna fucking fuck him up. <laughs> and so that's I mean that's how you look at Brendan. Brendan's just ready to f- push it, buttons. It just reminded me of something that Brendan said to me when he was living here with me. We had some Sigma Deltas over, and they were all younger kids. And uh, Brendan is not. Believe it or not, he's not super big into like going after pledges. He just kind of like sitting on the side. But a lot of the younger kids, after they had already met him, they kind of stayed away from him. And he comes up to me. He goes, why does everybody hate me? I'm not going to do anything mean. I'm like, dude, you just stare at them. And they automatically think that you're going to do something mean. It's just that look you have. Like, mm, I'm going to fucking kill everyone. <laughs> but beside the point, he, uh, he went after Jeff. And uh, I didn't see the actual hit. But Jeff raised his fists in anger against Brendan, if I'm not mistaken. No, he pushed him. Pushed, he pushed him. Oh, he pushed him. I pushed. apologize. He pushed him, which, wow, for Jeff, must and have been like moving a mountain. Jeff was so upset at himself for that. For like the rest of the night, I think he was like. He cried. Crying like, <laughs> I can't believe that. Like it was. And you have to like take Jeff aside and go, Jeff, you can't, you can't fight it. <laughs> it's, it's like when Literally, you, you when, it's like it. when Nick, it's like when Nick used to tell people. You know you're going to make out with Jonah at some point. <laughs> Don't even fight it. Just get it over with tonight. <laughs> I've said that quite a few times. <laughs> By the way, we was right every time. Yeah, the girls, I said that too. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, we, uh, so we were drinking all night, and that little Jeff side story happened. Yeah. Jonah was, uh, was taken care of uh, quite nicely. He was drinking. He was doing shots. And um, at one point... We were kind of carrying him because he was stumbling a little too much, and he had an arm <laughs> over the shoulder. And I, don't, I can't remember yeah, whose shoulder like the it fourth was. Bar, like. Yeah, the fourth bar or something. We were, we were deep into the night, and uh, he's got an arm around somebody that was helping him walk around. And do you remember this? The conversation that you had with me? Somewhat, yes. Okay. You started kind of uh, swelling up. You're going swelling up, like kind of starting, like starting, like starting to cry. You mean like welling up? Starting like he's getting a little, (laughs) he's getting a little tears. He started to swell up. His head, he looked like Rocky Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first Rocky Dennis reference on this show. Hey, mask. So we uh, we were noticing he's kind of he's kind of getting a little teary eyed. And I was like, "What's up?" And he goes, "I love Aaron so much. I'm so happy." (laughs) And I was like, "Oh, that's cool, dude." He goes. I really need to see some titties right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a reverse. Of all the sentences that would have came after, I love Aaron so much. (laughs) 
I didn't expect that to be the next sentence. Well, I mean, if you've seen well, Aaron, if you know Aaron, if there's, a, there's like a 15% chance. Her boobs have saved your I've life. Said, <laughs> I've said, I, I think Aaron's a great friend. I need to see some titties. <laughs> There was people, the more and more I drink, they would be like, do you want to see boobies? Do you want to see boobies? Like instigating, trying me to get, wait until I got to All the right. point where I was drunk enough where I was I saying, didn't. I didn't yes. see the instigation. I, what, I, what I saw was just that conversation. I'm like, hey, dude. Nick was looking for an opportunity to leave Jonah somewhere and no. race away, just like in Vegas. I got to be honest with you. I was ready to just either call it a night. Because we were all drinking, or like, if the night's gonna continue, let's uh, you know, let's go. Because I I was done hopping from bar to bar. Yeah, and getting, the bar hopping it ended. I mean, oh, there were so many like young kids, and well, I oh yeah, felt so it gets old. old. It gets old. You get you, you drink yourself into an oblivion, then you go, well, okay, something's got to happen. In our group, weren't even drinking in the bars. They were going out to the van and drinking in the van. They well, brought like cases of beer. Oh, and, Jesus Christ, I fucking hate when people leave. do that. The first Guys, we went to, all right, we here it is. I was one. If you, that's fucking. If you can't have enough money or spend enough money to partake in the actual event, and this because I had a I have a Christmas party every year for work, and it drives. Last year, they're like, "Well," and it was I had it at the bar next to the restaurant, and he does like drink specials, and we bring food and whatever else. But they were like, "Well, we're just going to stay at the restaurant and drink and get drunk, and then we'll make our way over there." And I'm like. No, fuck you. There's no <laughs> drinking at the restaurant. If someone has an event, I mean, would you go somewhere? Would you go to a casino, but go outside and play uh, craps against the wall because it's cheaper steaks? I mean, it's stupid. Well, you know, I'm stopping at Aurelio's after your ceremony before the reception to get drunk, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the basic gist of it. Bar, I still want to get. Oh, I, fuck it. That just, it, but it pisses me off. Don't I, go out to the I van come? and drink. <laughs> Don't go out to the van to drink. Borrow some money. <laughs> Don't be such a fucking puss. Right, it just it aggravates me. One bar on the battery, just so you know. Whatever. I'm worried that this thing is flickering. So I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Stupid Obamacare. I don't care. That's right. I'm sure my mic hasn't even been plugged in the whole time. Just making me feel like I'm making comments. That's going up now. No, you're making comments. You're making many comments. <laughs> no one cares about them, but you're making them. I care about them, Jonah. She cares about. What them. do we do? We got our Jonah story of the week early on. Well, yeah, but I, I, I like just reminiscing sometimes because that last show was way too heavy for me. Like the last few shows like were forty five like, minutes. No, you guys just going on and on about that. Second. I told him. I told him. There's certain. I warn him. I warn him. I say these things will set me off. But it, it, uh, I've I know there's things I, I forget. There's I, good episodes. People like hearing debate. And well, yeah, we but weren't, we weren't killing each other. There's certain things that no, I didn't I think would set me off, like you Ryan Braun. You, like, you didn't. Both. You didn't want to kill me because I was right. Well, yeah, sure. Okay, we'll go with that. I was right. I was right at the end. <laughs> yes, you gave the advice, which was fantastic. I would like a Luke advice column. I yeah, actually, Doctor Luke actually made me happy. Yeah, got to do that again, Doctor Luke. Doctor Luke, hey, sex therapist. Um, oh shit, honest sex therapist. So um, let's continue with the uh, the story. So we go to the club that night for Jonah, and uh, uh, another person is involved in the story. Um, my brother-in-law Andrew is sitting next to a kid named Pat. 
Some of the end of the night, then? This uh, is the very end. That happened Anytime the Pat's end. name gets brought up, it's the end of the and night. We got through the whole night, no problems. The whole night? No problems With whatsoever. the exception of the Brendan and Jeff incident, yeah, which, which was, was not, a non-incident. Which is, that's not a problem. No, that's actually that's exceptional. That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was, was happy just, about that. It was something that. that happened, but it was like nothing crazy. Like So, that I, I, I don't know, because Andrew had to explain to me how they actually got kicked out. As we're leaving. As we're leaving. We're we got, we got kicked out as we're walking out, which is... You know, <laughs> maybe it looks impressive that way. <laughs> hey, let's get kicked out because we're going to leave. So uh, I thought originally that Pat had uh, slapped a stripper on the backside. That's what I had heard. Yeah, he didn't do that. He One. grabbed Andrew's hand and shoved it up a stripper's backside. Oh, God. Oh. So not only did he not get so the Andrew, wrath, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew got with, the wrath. With, with stripper stink on his hand, too. <laughs> No, he, he apparently he grabbed his hand and he like shoved it up and uh, it, and then like the the stripper went all crazy and the, the bouncers yeah. were told and the th- well the thing about the thing about Pat is not that he does shit like that. It's that he does shit. Is like that, that. <laughs> he does it too often. After doing it, he always has the look on his face like what? What did I do? Yeah, like, like the what? Tony, what? What did I do? It's like what? You just want to shake him? Yeah, you want to go, dude? Seriously. I love the fact that we're telling the most awful stories, and you have the cutest thing going on right now. <laughs> this little girl is just laughing. Yeah, he's Don't rubbing. You know you're gonna be a he's rubbing parent. his head, her belly on his head, <laughs> probably for his own pleasure. <laughs> he loves it. Wait, wait. Let's get a laugh on the mic. I will contribute one hundred dollars to her to her college fund if she vomits down your back while she's while you're doing that. <laughs> so she throws up on me daily. That throws spits up on me. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. You get spit yes. up on when you're a dad. Yeah, uh, but yeah. As far as uh, as bachelor parties go, I was trying to figure out other stories that we've had from miscellaneous bachelor parties we were, we were at. Ah, uh, God, I don't know. Because we already did the one with Cisco. Yeah, which is still killer. That was high <laughs> yeah. quality. That was. Uh, it's got girls and guys. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Stories from that night. I don't know, man. It's I. Like my original thought was, I went. Okay. Uh, well, well, I want to go paintballing during the day, and then <laughs> we'll we'll go. Nope. We'll have strippers, and and I'm like going through this whole thing, and then I went. I don't want to. I don't want to. And I told my brother, I go, I don't, I'd rather go to the casino. I said, I like gambling better than strippers. Because you reach a point, and he goes, well, that's because you're getting old. And I said, no, Absolutely. but you reach a point where you go, when you're younger, there's either the excitement of it, or you think deep down, I'm going to score with the stripper. Okay? <laughs> never but then you reach a certain that. age where Jonah you're kind of watching it go on, and you go, and I, I look at him, and I go, she don't want to be doing this. She has no, zero interest in this. She thinks we're all scum. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. That's when we started this whole conversation in the whole bachelor party with Jonah getting hit and everything. That's the way I felt when I entered that place. I'm like, man, they really don't want to be here. Yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, and just, you look, but you look, look so disinterested. That's why when Barf had his and the girl was like, mm, like climbing all over him, like he was. I go, oh yeah, it's great with you. <laughs> You guys I, are cool. You guys are cool. You should have seen this party I was at earlier. What a bunch of scumbags. But you guys, I really, my moans are sincere. You know? 
Then I kept saying shit like that. She starts laughing. And I'm like, well, come on. Seriously. Don't act like you want. I mean, I put on your show. But anyone who thinks this girl is enjoying Pat Wilder drooling is not, you know. I love how you don't use anybody's last name in the show except for Pat's. No, <laughs> no, we've he's used Joe. Him. Actually, he's actually mentioned quite a few last names, yeah. and he uh, he said, "Don't I don't want to be edited." So, <laughs> actually, the last couple shows I could think of, I'm like, really? We, no. Well, I don't want to beat up on Pat. It's not like Pat's the only person that's acted like a fool. We just got done telling no, stories he's just about really Pat. Good at acting no. like a fool. Um, strippers, so you know, you guys tell a weekly story of me acting like a fool. That's okay. Yeah, we know Pat's not the only. Sure, yeah. Friend. Yeah, <laughs> Pat's a friend. Pat's a friend. We wouldn't talk about it. Or the chicken. I mean, fuck the chick. I cut the chicken out of my life. Yeah. That dude, man, holy shit! You could tell more stories about him then, because he doesn't listen. <laughs> and literally, he doesn't listen ever. Yeah. No, uh, you can tell a story about intermission. Yeah, I was actually thinking of, of stuff from uh, my bachelor party. And uh, got a lot of great stories from that. One of the weirdest things that happened before I get into intermission, um, we were in Galena, and we were uh, going to the, uh, the clubs at East Dubuque. And East Dubuque had a row of strip clubs and dance clubs, all in this one little, like, two-mile section. It wasn't even two miles. It was, like, two blocks. And they nice. had, they had uh, the classy strip club. Nice. The... Filth strip club, nice. and then like the other two strip clubs that were probably like you know nice, nice in between. But let's not fool ourselves; they were all just East Dubuque. So like even the the fancy East Dubuque strip club is McDonald's. Nice. So, um, <laughs> that whole place was razz too. Like they got rid of all the clubs and everything. Like it's not even there anymore. So you can't go see the East Dubuque filth. Supposedly all full of college girls that came from Dubuque. Oh, I gotta tell you my Quad Cities filth story. Oh, in a minute, in a minute. You'll like this. The filth, the filth episode, huh? So, <laughs> the first night we go there, uh, there was like a dozen of us, and we're all staying in Galena. We're all sleeping in bunks and sleeping beds or sleeping bags and shit like that. And we all go up there after a night of drinking, and uh, we get there and we go. The first place we'd never been there before. The first place was this little rectangle of a club that with a bar and there were strippers on top of the bar nice. as the bartender was working if i'm not mistaken there was still a bartender behind there i wasn't at the first one i, I met you the were there night. the next night yeah and yeah. if you order a drink with bitters they come from a special place <laughs> <laughs> so if if you've seen like a smaller style bar with about uh 15 seats and that's it and then they had one back room it was one back, maybe like a uh, hundred square feet, ten by ten. All right, with like where all handies with like, happen, with like folding chairs, and the place folding was like chair? this. This was bright... this the classy place? No, this was the dirtiest. Oh, of the, okay. dirtiest of the places, and it was like the walls were piss yellow, and they had like really dim yellow lights, so everything was just like this brown gook look, you know, to it everywhere, and this is how we were greeted. It's like all of us roll up in the place. All at the same time, the place is basically dead. There's like three old dudes sitting at the bar because this is their place, you know. We get greeted by a woman who is well into her 50s, if not 60. Oh. And she's wearing a bra and panties. Mm. And Yummy. Age spots <laughs> everywhere. Mm. Gray hair. Not trying to hide the Hang gray on. hair. Pause the tape. I need to go masturbate. <laughs> And she's got she's got the wrinkles on her mouth like she smokes cigarettes forever. You know of what I'm course saying? she does. So it just 
Where the mouth is like, it's like in a permanent pucker. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I think South Park. Or she Park sucked a lot of small dicks. W- was, was at this particular club because there is an episode where there's a stripper in the back goes, does anybody want to dance? Yeah. And that's exactly what she said to us as we walked in. But in a more elderly voice. Hey, does anybody want to dance? <sighs> and I was like, "Oh fuck!" What that, that what voice is? I don't that? know, but that's what she it sounded was like, like. Your Adam Sandler voice. So or we've something. been calling. Yeah, she got Abby Doobie. <laughs> Come sit on Nana's lap. Abby Doobie, do you? She brings you in the back. There's a candy dish. I thought next she was going to gonna the, bake us brownies the, right afterwards. It was. <laughs> there's a candy dish with all I'm the candy stuck Nana together. About your problems, everyone likes candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> That's code for vagina. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> she was oh, so we called her Granny Stripper. We saw her that night, but we went to all the other clubs, and she happened to be at all the other clubs every night we went. So they were they were maybe had like oh, a yeah, trading she, system. She's good. She's good. She can like move from club to club. <laughs> oh, that's Nana. She's in high demand. That's Nana. <laughs> she's everyone's caretaker. God help us. So we met Granny. That's Stripper. somebody's mother, like adult mother. I'm sure, but grandmother. It's yeah, where well, you're like that. sitting there going, She's probably mother hey, of half the strippers. You there. working tonight, Ma? All right. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to the other club after this, and this is the next day, and uh, this is where we met intermission. And I was it Garza that coined the phrase. Was it you? That was me. That was an amazing. I'll, I'll ama- that bravo, one. sir. Bravo. We uh we went in there. There's there's actually some pretty pretty girls there, and we're inside, and we're sitting at the thing you know, given a dollar or two to whatever. And this one girl uh, comes on stage and she looked like the rock with, <laughs> <laughs> with like long black hair. Yeah. It was like Dwayne Johnson. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa. And then it was you. He slaps his hands on the, uh, the edge of the, the table. He goes, well, intermission. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and the rest of the uh, everyone, like not just us, everyone in the in the club got yeah. up and walked oh, away. Intermission. When she came on stage. And, and it was, was like, oh. she was by herself. Yeah, I felt almost guilty, like just sad. How did she get that job? How did she get that job? Just probably brutal. muscled her she way was in. in East Dubuque. <laughs> and she's one of the beauties there. Wow. Yeah. I mean, as compared to her granny stripper, <laughs> you could have sex with the rock. Her or, mom got her the job. Or Aunt granny May from Spider Man. <laughs> Well, those are your choices. <laughs> I, there was nothing attractive about that bachelor party. It was all more comedy. Whose bachelor party this was, was mine? This is like there's the most violent. Why did you go women. to Dubuque? Well, because I have a townhome in Galena, and the there was like somebody's like, "Hey, let's go to a strip club." I'm like, "The closest strip club is East Dubuque," so we ended up in East Dubuque, and we went there twice, which is always sad. So, <sighs> but the second night as we're all leaving, this is the weird part of the story. Do you remember this? Um, we're walking down the street. This is actually probably the last thing Garza ever attended. <laughs> <laughs> He's a unicorn. Um, we were walking back to the cars because the night was over, and an air raid siren went off. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember this? No. no. There was an old firehouse right across the street from all these clubs, and an air raid siren went off at 2 in the morning. And it was the most bizarre thing in the world. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's like it was right next to us, so it was extremely loud. And so the entire crowd that I was with, I was looking for guys because we had to go back. I walked down the rest of the strip getting toward my car, and Ray is underneath the car, hiding from the air raid siren. <laughs> I was 
like, what are you doing? He's like, don't you hear the air raid? Yes, he's like, no, he was underneath head. my car. It was we had our van with us, which is always wise when everyone's drunk to get under cars. <laughs> yeah, because we always look under the car. But he he did it in such a terrible way, so it's like half of him like sticking out. out. Like his head I don't know if he was kidding. Well, but that's how I found you him. guys think it's funny, but you know when the nuclear bomb hit, Ray would have survived. <laughs> Because of the protect, protection of that Toyota. Protected by the bumper. That Ford E250 van would have really protected him. You had a... You had a it's like, don't you hear the air raid siren? You had a bad car then, didn't oh, you? Oh, that was my dad's car. Awesome. Oh, that van? That, that van? Everyone everywhere. So, what are we All at? Right, we're about an hour, boys. I don't yeah. know if you want to wrap it nah, up with I a Luke a, story I got a pee. Let's play Galaga. Luke <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got a Luke story. No, we don't. I'm just fucking around now. Any uh, advice for the uh, the young women out there anymore, Doctor Luke? Before we uh... well, you gave me a scenario before. Yeah. I right, just right, randomly uh, think of advice. Well, fuck yeah, that's awesome. You're a smart guy. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the show is. It's off the top of the head. It's like improv Olympic but um, with more filth. If you put your tongue in a guy's butt, he'd probably be very appreciative. I'm gonna think about that one. Some awkward silence. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you want from me? That's how you want to end the show. <laughs> that will give right. you a disease, everybody. Yeah. Jonah, thank you for sitting in with us. Thanks. It was uh, interesting. You got to talk into the microphone. Oh, thanks. It was interesting. That's I always that helpful. Awesome. Anything else, Luke? Nah. I want to play Galaga, too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> want to say the, the end phrase? Go get a disease. Everyone. Everyone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay.